let's get it on ladies and gentlemen welcome 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 to the first ever premiere of the redirect podcast here at rlpc i am titan on fire i am going to be the host for today i'm going to be leading us through all of our topics but let's first introduce you to all of our wonderful wonderful talent here starting off with cyan Ooh, what's going on ladies and gentlemen my name is cyan lg um if you are in rlpc i'm sure you see me around I'm on our media team here. I am a commentator. I've been playing Rocket League pretty consistently since, I would say, the end of 2016. So uh, I am now at the rank of uh, GC2, 3 level-ish. So I um, have a good amount of uh, in-depth knowledge about the game. I could do uh, some talking about that in future episodes. Other than that, I'm just here to have a great time, talk with all my friends here about the state of ROPC, uh, all things happening, uh, general ROCS news. And uh, and we'll get a kick in from uh, from there. Who's up next, Titan? Well, I mean, just gotta say, I appreciate the little like just casual flex uh-huh. there, from flexing your rank. Just gotta mention that, you know, <laughs> make all of us feel bad for not of being GC two. Of course, come on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, just, just <laughs> it's just that's what you do. All right, Dead Medic, how are you doing? I am doing good. My name is Dead Medic. I am a little better than Cyan. I think I'm the best on this desk. Okay, 1800 plus. I clapped him last season. That's all I'm gonna say, like Bobcats over geese any day. Uh, so I am a caster for RLPC, uh, second season in, uh, like I said, 1800 GC, several seasons in a row now. Uh, I, I have pretty good game sense. I coach a little bit on the side. I played for collegiate uh, UNC, shout out Chapel Hill, uh, things like that. So I'm excited to be here, excited to be talking about these topics. All right, very, very nice, Dead Medic. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> Shut Cyan down, he deserved it. For coming out of the gates like that. Uh, right. Don't get me started. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Squintle, how are you doing? I'm doing pretty good. Uh, my name's Squintle. I'm also pretty well known if you've been in ROPC for a while. Also on the media team, been casting for a little bit here and there, on and off. Um, unfortunately, unlike Dead Medic and Cyan, I'm not quite GC2, GC3 level. I'm sitting at a lowly GC1. Uh, my bad, guys. But, hey, hey. Uh, unfortunately, my record isn't very good. I'm going to have to say it. Three in a row, 0-3 for finals. <sighs> Unfortunate. But, yeah, excited to be here. Excited to get this started and uh, happy, happy to get it going. Yeah, I mean, we'll get to talk about that later. We'll probably talk about that uh, when it comes to last season. But, yes, uh, of course, I am Titan on fire. I uh, joined around last season or so, and I have been casting ever since but yeah um that's me i'm the host uh i'm actually the lowest ranked here (laughs) i'm only c3 so i definitely know what i'm talking about when it comes to this video game yeah welcome (laughs) yeah welcome to the redirect podcast so what is this what's going on here well it's a podcast where we talk about Rocket League. We're going to be talking about RLPC, the general state of things, you know, predictions with teams, talking about how the season's going, preseason in this case, as we're not actually into season 14 just yet. And then, of course, we'll branch out into RLCSX. Just uh, touch on that a little bit, and then we will, uh, you know, hop on uh, and I mean, finish it up after that. But it's going to be a pretty fun time. It's just us hanging out, the boys, chilling out, talking, taking our takes on RLPC. Mm. But before we even get into that... What is RLPC? For those of you who don't know, which I, I'm sure most of you do, but, you know, just to quickly remind you, um, it's an NA-based league organization. I believe we have around 3,000 3, members or so, um, and it was established in 2017. We usually have eight leagues. It's down to six this season with the um, 
because we did have to drop the two um, independent bottom independent leagues. Um, each of them have MMR caps. We have a draft. The draft was really exciting this season. I'm sure lots of people saw that, and we will talk about that later on. Um, and so people are drafted in. We have contract systems, free agencies, a regular season alongside playoffs and off season GMs, prize pools, all of it. It's so much fun. It's great, um, and it's you know really fun to be a part of. If you want uh, to join it, if you aren't already, there will be a link in the description to join the Discord. All right. I think that's that's all the preliminary oh, we, stuff we done. Have, no, we have one more thing. We have one more thing of which okay. we have to introduce this man because without him, none of this would be possible. He's coming at super clutch on the production aspect. We have Trash Bandit with us, and I believe he's here to say something. Are you here, I, I'm, I'm Mr. Here. Bandit? Even okay. though you can't see me, I'm the face <laughs> behind all this. Without me, you wouldn't be seeing these four lovely men, and uh, I'm clearly the most important one here because I'm the one making this possible for you to be recorded. And uh, Bobcats over this. That's right. That's right. That man knows. Okay. That's why I bring him in. Okay. But uh, yeah, huge shout out to, to Trash Bandit coming through Clutch to record this for us and uh, get this show on the road. Now, Titan, I believe we're good to go. Now we're done. So we can start to talk about some RLPC stuff. I do want to start off with talking about last season just a little bit. We'll touch on the playoffs because, of course, those ended. Um, about a month ago, we're into season 14 now, and we're getting the preseason started. But season 13 results, um, I think, I, I'm not sure if there was anything too surprising about the results of season 13. So if anyone doesn't know, um, you, we have, again, we have around eight leagues. Um, we have your P4 leagues, which are major, um, AAA, AA, and single A, ranging from different MMR caps, uh, major being the highest, um, which is pretty much, like, uncapped. Like, it's just... 2,000 plus or something like that. I don't know <laughs> what it was exactly. I'll have to check that, check my facts on that. But um, just going through the results real quickly to tell you guys what happened, um, what teams we saw um, come out on top. In the majors, uh, the Kings did pull out a 4-0 sweep. I remember I was watching that. It was, I think, pretty surprising, but they had been looking dominant all season. I just think it was kind of shocking in the manner in which they managed to win majors. Yeah, I will have to say that, you know, anytime you do see a sweep in the finals, um, you know, you have to feel for the uh, the team that was the runner-up. Who was that? The uh, the Bulls last season. Yeah, they were the runner-up mm -hmm. that did get swept in the uh, the, the, the finals of uh, the major division. But, I mean, you know, all props to the Kings really came together super well. You know, both of those teams, you know, respectively, you know, not at the complete top of the major division during the regular season, I would say both of them finishing with that 11 and seven record, but you know, the playoffs is where it really matters. That's where it really counts. And, uh, and the Kings are just able to just kick some butt in the end. Yeah. I mean, yeah. able to pull it through, right? Like they, I, I, I saw some of that and, and what they were going into for that. And I don't think it was surprising to a lot of people when they had finally made it to finals that they did win. But I think that it's, it's interesting to see because I think they are uh, they're one of those teams that I'm not sure that they're going to have the repeat season because they didn't like super dominate everyone throughout and we were just like oh that they're going to be the number 1 right so like it's going to be interesting to see if they uh can win again this season I would say Yeah yeah and we'll, we'll get a little bit into talking about uh, the teams and how they can uh, repeat, which actually we can talk about as we go through the leagues. Yeah, we can talk about that. Why not? We'll just <laughs> switch these two things together, talking about last season because, hey, they did. Uh, the Kings, yeah, I think I, I do think it's going to be hard for them to have a repeat. Um, I don't think 
their, I don't think their roster is anything too, too spectacular. Of course, there's still, you know, it's still some really good players, but this season with the draft, um, the roster that they did end up picking up, I think is again, kind of a, a middle ground team. They'll, I think they will make it to playoffs, but it's just a question of do, you know, it doesn't seem like, or we're not really sure if they are going to be able to have that, um, repeat. So, uh, it's, they're definitely a team to look out for though, you know, like just all the way again, because, you know, they started off middling team again, came through, won uh, the playoffs. So definitely look out for them. As we head down to Triple A, it was a bit closer. We actually had a game seven. I do remember this match quite vividly. It was the Bulldogs versus the Entropy, ending a close 4-3 victory for the Bulldogs. It was it was kind of a nail-biter. Yeah, yeah. So Triple A, I think, was the saddest of the leagues, as, as me and, and Cyan can attest to here. Like, most of the teams that should have gone through the finals oh. just, like, died in the first round. Like, we, Bobcats, we died immediately. Like, we just, I guess, didn't put forth the effort, things like that. Like, so it was, it was, it was kind of funny because Mar, who he, uh, he is one of the leaders of ROPC, he had sort of said, this happens every season in Triple A, which is, that always the teams that nobody thinks are going to move forward, the dark horse teams, the teams that are really in there at the lowest amount that you can be in playoffs, go to the end. And he was like, that's exactly what happens every season. We saw it again. I mean, it was, it was, I guess, a good final. I don't think it was the best final you could get out of AAA, but it, it was certainly surprising. Like, I certainly would not have picked Bulldogs to go all the way. We obviously played them in our division several times, and, like, I, I definitely wouldn't have made that assumption. So I know they're looking for the repeat, but it's going to be – I wonder if they can if they can muster that same level of talent they had in, at the finals there. Like, yeah, and uh, I do have to agree with you. Uh, of course, like like once you just did mention Mar, um, he did have my geese going to the finals and winning it all, and of course we get first rounded. <laughs> but you know that's just the way the cookie crumbles. Uh, but um, you know I do also want to mention uh, now that we're moving through these um, leagues a little bit too. Um, you know, looking at the two teams that we just touched on, the Kings and now the Bulldogs. Uh, it is very interesting to me to see that actually both of those teams, all three of their starting members are no longer parts of their organization. So it's, so it's interesting, you know, we, we see a lot of um, turnover kind of in ROPC from offseason to offseason. And, um, you know, and it's it's really comes down to, you know, hey, you, you did win that championship, but, you know, it might have not been so much of a given with both of those teams finishing with that 11-7 and seven record. So, you know, just because you're winning doesn't mean you're going to be guaranteed a spot here, you know? <clears throat> yeah, for sure. I mean, like, because here's the thing, like, there is a high turnover rate. We did shift the goalposts as a league this season, so I know a lot of players, like, you know, they didn't necessarily leave. They got moved up to major. Many of the AAA players from last season got moved up to major, um, and that's sort of where they were hanging out now. And unfortunately, uh, because you can't rank out of major, obviously, as we as we said, it, it goes all the way up 2,000-plus uh, from, I think, now 1,650. So, it's a lot of people, not a lot of turnover as far as like, unless you just want to quit. So, or you want to try to find a new team. So I know a lot of players will, will leave because of that. That might be something we have to explore as a league in the future. Uh, but, but I think, you know, I, I, I just don't, I, the entire AAA scene this season is completely different, I think, than last season. Like you see very few repeat people. I don't recognize many of the names personally. So I think it's going to be an entirely new AAA. And I, and I do think that when we get to this later about the, like who, is going to win it all. I don't think anybody can make a determination because of the way we shifted the goalposts. Hmm. Yeah, it's it's going to mess with the math a little bit, and it's more so about, do I actually know this player or not? <laughs> because they've been moved around, and you're looking at the teams, and you're like, okay, I know that name. I don't know that name. 
I'm just going to go off of that. Uh, but I do think, you know, talking about the Bulldogs, they actually do have a really good roster just straight off of draft that they managed to grab. Um, for instance, they managed to get Foam, Remasters, and Edwin, all their players, like their main starting ro- roster, all around 1,600. So I do think they do have some pretty good chances if that roster can, you know, mesh together and play well to have some really good results. So I, I am definitely looking forward to that and seeing how they do. As we move down, though, that finishes up our AAA. Down double A, we had the Pythons taking a 4-2 over the Inferno last season. Uh, Squintle, were you able to catch that final? I don't recall. Um, I actually was. And it was pretty controversial, actually, because everybody thought that Inferno, they were the strongest team regular season. Most people had them at number one power rankings the whole way through. And then this Pythons team... Um, I think it was around, I want to say, right before the trade deadlock actually happened, they picked up a weightless player whose name was Sauce. And this guy absolutely turned their season around. Um, you know, rumor has it, he probably shouldn't have been double A that season. Um, he was flexing his SSL rewards the whole way through. And yeah, he definitely was the big carry for them throughout the, the whole playoffs and the rest of their regular season from when they picked him up. So he definitely was a key figure in how they uh, took that dub. I I remember that. I remember a lot of little Timmies in chat. Every time we would cast, (laughs) would be like, Zaz shouldn't be here. It's a one-man team. Like, that's the only reason they win. (laughs) I mean, so so to be fair, there's an argument to be made for that, right? Like, if he's that far ahead of of all of his teammates. But, like, at the same time, like, Rocket League is a very much team game. It's not like, like CSGO or things like that where you can... 1v5 an enemy team it doesn't really matter if your teammates suck like you, you can get hit a nuts flashbang that sort of thing rocket league is very much like if your teammates are that bad you ain't winning no matter how good you are uh so case in point every time i try to carry science so like you know <laughs> oh my god we've never like, played never. <laughs> they don't know that okay nobody knows that but us so so i i, I think like there is an argument to be made for that, but at the same time, like, if you were a truly good, like, beyond your rank double-A team, like, I don't think that was the single deciding factor of, they just had a player that was better than all of us combined, and so, like, that was it. Like, and so I think, you know, there's a lot of little Timmies out there that do that, and I call them little Timmies because that's all you saw in chat. It was like, isn't it good? This is terrible. Why watch this? Because he's just going to carry it. I'm like, but you're watching it. What do you mean, Timmy? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I do agree. Right, go ahead, Squinto. Sorry. I was just gonna say. I mean, yeah, every team needs a good supporting cast. I mean, I mean, obviously, you can see NRG. They have three, arguably three of the best players you could get right now in all of ROCS, all of the pro players, and it shows because they're out here winning big events, and you know, you need three solid players you can't just have one player who does it all because you know your teammates suck what are you gonna what are you gonna do if they're on defense and they just whiff a wide open ball that goes into your net yeah and i and i do agree with that you know i think that is very important um you know kind of thing to understand when it comes to rocket league like in general you know rocket league in my opinion really does come as close as you can really come to like a real life kind of sport, you know, since it is just those three guys on the pitch, they're all working together to try to get those, you know, goals that matter to move on and stuff like that. But <clears throat> as you guys, you know, did mention already, it, that's very true. If you do have that one guy in your team, that's as we all have come across in ranked, you get yourself, you get your double Q and then you get Mr. 1780, who's actually a 1550 and it's, you know, and it's like, and oh, I'm sorry. I mean, a 1450 or maybe a 1350. I'm not sure. But regardless of the point, I mean, you know, it does make such a big difference, you know, with some of these, um, 
you know, Rocket League teams that do come together, as you did mention, NRG, you know, as you see, you know, Team BDS in, in EU right now, completely tearing, already qualified for the uh, the Spring Split Championships, just due on the, you know, amount of points that they have, which is just absolutely absurd. Um, but, I mean, it just really shows, you know, you do need all three of your members of the team to be contributing. If you just have that one guy that's lagging behind, you know, it's just not going to be enough to kind of, you know, bring it through to the top. <clears throat> Yeah, I mean, I'm sure Titan can attest, dude. He's always that one guy on the bottom. He's always oh, that bottom of the leaderboard. Yikes. Yikes. <laughs> yikes. I didn't. Oh, no, listen, yeah. listen. My team didn't even do that bad last season. No, Come I on. remember it, dude. I remember yeah, what, it, but like, it was, we always won when I dude. showed up. Come on. <laughs> wow, so you were, you were the rock for the team. Like, you yes. had to show up and carry. Put him on your back, dude. Yeah, I no. mean, I... I think I can attest more so than other because I when I I did play I was a Mav player I you know I was lowly just you know, barely at fourteen like eighty or so priced but um and I had a team where it was very much that I like I had two teammates who were extremely skilled individually but they didn't really work too well together and so like if I wasn't there as that third man you know, holding it down if you don't have that glue for your team it can just not really work out even if you have two amazing players who in reality it should work together. It just sometimes doesn't, due to play style, due to, you know, um, maybe even the similarity of their play style and wanting to go for a lot of the same ideas, and they just end up, you know, getting on top of each other a lot of the time. So I definitely do think a lot of um, the complaints about that, you, you look at it and you say, it, it, it's not just one person. It's the fact that you also have two other players on the team that are stepping up to play alongside and at the same level of that person, who maybe is, you know, a little bit higher ranked. But in reality, it doesn't make too much of a difference. Yeah, I mean, like, you know, Simon was talking about it. Like, you get, you can get that one person that's like, bro, I'm like, I'm at 1800 and I'm down from 2000, and you play like a bronze one, and you're sitting there like, bro, what do you mean you're 2000? He's like, trust me, look at my 16 alts, okay? I will link you every one of them, 1v1 me, dad. Like, like he, he gets that sort of like view as Squinter runs away from the conversation. He's like, that's me, dude. <laughs> I gotta delete my alts. Just walks off. Oh, man. You gotta call me out now. Uh, it's like, but you, but you get those one dude, and you get them ranked all the time, dude. I am sloping bad because of these kind of kids right now. I definitely feel it. Like, but I think that 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 showed that that roster that Sauce was sort of elevating. Like, he, mm -hmm. they already had potential. They just needed that one sort of star player to rally around. And I, and I do mm -hmm. think you uh, you saw that happen at the end of the season, which is why I do think they deserve. And I said this on cast. I think they deserve that win because they did play mm -hmm. better. And it wasn't like it was an impossible series when we casted that final. Um, I forget who was on desk. Was it you and me Titan at that point? I think. Some, some, I forget who it was. But we casted that final. We were like, absolutely, this could have gone either way. In the end, mm. they, they, you know, Sauce and the enemy squad pulled it out. So, yeah, it was it was a really good showing from them, and they just came together at the end of the season, really pulled it out, and yeah, I think it made a good show for Double A. It made it interesting, you know, and getting and getting excited to see this team step up and play well. Uh, moving down, though, to the A playoff match, there's actually a, a bit of an interesting thing I want to talk about this when it come, when we start talking about preseason. Though we did have uh, the Titans facing off against the Stallions. The Titans got that 4-1 win. And again, kind of one of those more of a blowouts when you're in the 4-0, 4-1s. You, you look at those finals and you're like, okay, this team was just obviously just better on the day. 17-1 for this season. Mm. Man, what yeah. a <laughs> yeah. I mean, when we casted that, like we knew from the gate after game one that, that was a blowout win, and like they were clearly the better team, like like by a huge um, margin. Come on, get a cut, <laughs> cut us some slack, man. 
Did you just call Moss good? Oh no, my man Tico and Major Chef about to go through the roof. <laughs> I mean, to be fair to them, they were the better team overall and probably on that day. But you know, got to be one of those Tammies real quick. Mm-hmm. But this time for two players, you know, we got Soars. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not gonna point out any numbers, but 1,800, you know, 1,570 <laughs> league, you know, something like that. Um, mods, 1,730, 15, you know, nah, I mean, to be fair to them, they played well. Sandbaggers! Um, we, we tried our best uh, in the end, obviously didn't work out to our favor, but, I mean, it was a good game. Obviously, they played well, they were good sports about it, we were good sports about it, so, I mean, all's well that ends well. <laughs> Well, see, okay. see, that's the difference, though, between the, the Chad or the uh, the chat Timmys and the, the chat Chads, right? Like, mm-hmm. it's one thing if it's just a sauce, right? Like carrying the team, but it's another if your whole team sort of feels like they're, you know, they got them bags of sand on and they're just they're chilling, wanting to clap other people, like you know. And then again, this is no no slight to ROPC management. I mean, they do their best with the trackers they got, but I do think they were probably one of those teams that. Like their GM just went out of his mind and got really lucky with some of the people that he knew were shouldn't have been there, like uh, yeah. you know whether the tracker MMR or things like that. Like he just knew that these kids are better. Yeah. Uh, I guess he really lucked out with all of them like that. Yeah, and I do just want to uh, touch one more thing on that as well as you guys say that. Um, I know I do know that we do have a, a different MMR distribution range for this year, but you know. Speaking about this, I'm, I'm not trying to start no shade or this, 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 no, that's not what I'm trying to do, but both Soars and Moss go from A last season to now major players, so that is jumping, a big, big, a big, big leap, you know, all the way down from A into major, and it's, you know, and... You know, what are you going to do? It, you know, it is what it is. They they won. They handily won. And I should say, you know, you guys put up a great fight, but it was it was really theirs to lose. You know, the entire yeah, kind of loss from the get-go, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. You, you, know, you put up the 17-1 regular season record. You, you blow through the playoffs, no problem, and you win a championship. You know, good for them. Um, if I was one of them, would I be super happy with the championship i mean i mean yes but would it be the most satisfying thing in the world eh, you know but you had to get some angry dms it's okay we're, we're in the 39th minute i hope they just watch this one that makes me a good retention shit <laughs> yeah i mean while we're talking about that and you know I'll- here uh we did see also i think i think the only really other similar story to that i think that was kind of the the one team where people were looking at like okay these players did just like improve a ton and they were obviously you know got to a skill level that was much higher than the other players in their league um the other team that was like that was actually in maverick because you had the samurai who almost had an undefeated season until one of their starters went mia and now pretty much all their players are in double a or higher it was that was another one of those um, rosters where actually our lovely um, streamer had uh, was the GM of that team. Um, just, I mean, got like the luckiest draw. No, dude, I feel like he got the insider trading, dude. I know Crash Bandit, dude. He would never go off luck, okay? Yeah, he, yeah you're making the moves. He's like Oibu during that draft. Like, he's like, I'm going to make you spend money if you take I am the insider trader. collecting <laughs> 47 draft picks and then not showing up for half of them. <laughs> hey, hey, I didn't sandbag. They just didn't play to the level they should have been at. I just picked them. They just came. 
Yeah, it's not phrasing. Uh yeah, I mean so like and you actually see a lot of that like this season. A lot of the because like the Mav players have like jumped up double A, triple A, mm-hmm. like like I know that like a lot of the people that I, I've talked to uh in triple A now, they're either double A or below. And they're like, Yeah, dude, these guys were like Mav, I don't know why they're here. And you are, I think, seeing some of that struggle actually with the way we moved the goalposts. I know there's several teams that we have scrimmed that had some of those players that like they're falling apart. Uh because they I think that's the difference between like when you're playing Mav versus Mav and then you get booted up to triple A and you're like, Oh, well, I'm just I have the mechanical ability to be here, but it's like, do you have the team play? And I think a lot mm-hmm. of them don't. Um, like there's a there's a reliance that you have upon your teammates that you that, that grows the, the better you are just that that sort of i'm not only mechanically skilled but i just have the game sense to be able to like not with and it feels like we don't have that in some of these teams you, I mean, you saw it on stream heat absolutely dominating uh was it the vipers or something uh i forget i casted that match i should know uh yeah i think it was the vipers uh because the vipers like as a team didn't look put together in that same way so like you, you are seeing some of that but i agree like last season that you could tell there were certain teams that that was off, but you're always going to get that. I think like, again, you're relying on people's tracker MMR. Like that doesn't mean nothing. Exactly, My tracker yeah. MMR doesn't say I'm 1800, except I hit 1800, have the screenshots to prove it. So like, yeah, yeah I mean, right? and going off that, I mean, yeah, well, bronze too, dude. I'm on the yeah. road to bronze. What do you what mean? You gold yeah, that's, that's why I like, I like to call these people ranked warriors. Like <laughs> they, they fit their, their specific play style. They play ranked. They, boost up through ranked but then when they're playing with a team that you're consistently playing with against other teams that are consistently playing together it's going to be a struggle because these teams that are consistently playing together are consistently at that rank playing with people and it's a lot higher speed consistently than your ranked games because sometimes like i believe sign was saying earlier you get that 1720 who should really be down there like 1540 so you're playing in a lot slower than you really think you are and then you come to these leagues where these players have been this rank for a while. They know the, the feel. They know the speed. And you just kind of get, like, reality checked. And yeah. it's like, mm-hmm. I got to start stepping it up and actually start playing to the speed that now I have to be accustomed to. Yeah, and that all rounds back to kind of what we spoke about before when we were talking about, you know, the kind of that one guy or, you know, the, it needs to be a team game. You know, it all depends on also the chemistry, you know. We, we do see some of these, like, for example, like last season, you know, I, I often did scrims within my organization when I was still the GM of the Ducks org. You know, my guys, the AAA versus our double uh, AA guys, which did have 715 on there, uh, um, you know, great, great player. And we, we you know, we scrimmed them often. Those three players as a team were some of the most committed players as, like, when it came to consistently playing together, doing their replays and stuff like that. And, you know, them scrimming against us, for example, the AAA team, who we were a little bit, you know, with our roster, a little bit of shuffling had to be done because, you know, we did play with Jonesy for a while, and then we had to switch off into Bonds because Jonesy didn't, you know, really show, and then Bonds, but yada, but whatever. Regardless of the fact, it all comes down to we didn't play that much, and they played a lot, and when we scrimmed, it was a lot closer, and they have beaten us multiple times in the past just because they do have that team chemistry, and on an individual, you know, standpoint, player to player, are they better than us? Not necessarily, I wouldn't say, but, you know, them just playing together, doing that replay analysis, 
doing that consistent gameplay just really can bring a team together. And that's what makes the difference between some of the higher level teams or the higher kind of, you know, in the standings, I would say, versus the middling and the lower pack of the teams in the uh, ROPC. Yeah, I mean, that's why that's why ranked ranked matters, but it's more of a benchmark, I think. And I think a lot of players would agree with that because you can like like you can solo queue the hell out of your rank and it just goes like this, like straight down. Like like I'm in that boat right now It's like you, you get you like say you solo queue threes and you get that duo that just doesn't want to pass or, or you, you, you know, you solo queue and you get three solo queuers and just they don't play together. And so you just you just go down, you just keep falling or you these days because it's free and you can make 100 accounts. A lot of people just throw like I've, I've seen so many more people throwing. Here lately they just are like okay you said okay to me in quick chat mm-hmm. my game like i'm gonna own goal now like see, yeah. so ranked matters as far as like a benchmark but it, but it, but again like you said like like bobcats last season we won a lot of games we never scrimmed like ever and so when we get to finals and you play these teams that have scrimmed or that just feel like comfortable with each other and and none of you have a good pop-off day you have that bad day that day where like none of you are playing to your full potential uh, you'd lose. I mean, you just will in these kind of leagues. That's why I really like these leagues. I think they give uh, opportunity for players to test their skill outside of, I really have to care about my ranks. I get upset when I lose three games and I just quit right mm-hmm. uh, Is I think why people like six-mans for a long time until six-mans had this sort of stigma about it and you had a lot of toxicity, which is why, again, I like RLPC. I know we're, we're casting for RLPC, but I think they, they handle the toxicity really well, mm-hmm. unlike some others. Like so. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think... Always like the just the general like community around here is is very very friendly. A ton ton of people that are really awesome and just love talking with each other. You know, a bit of banter here and there, but everyone, it's it's all in good fun. And when there is stuff that is toxic, it is you know it's dealt with, it's handled. People are talked to, you know, some slaps on the wrists are given, and it's all worked yeah. out properly. Science wrists red as hell from all of Leave me alone. I've only cussed on stream once. It wasn't my fault, but it kind of was. <laughs> we need to do it kind of. No, okay, we'll get to this later, but like, you got some people right now, I'm not going to name any names in AAA chat, that not only need that slap, dude, they need that jail time. Like, this is, get some, get some people that need it. I'm telling you, this isn't, it's interesting. But mm-hmm. yeah, you're right. On the whole, a lot, of, a lot of good guys in this league. And again, I know we're saying that from a position of where, doing this for this league but i i think we all would agree that we only put our name to this because we really like the league and we care about it we know this to be a thing so uh i definitely would say like for everybody watching again i'd really highly suggest when we we put the link in the description you come check us out uh it's it's a lot of fun you know even if you're a casual rocket league player you're like i'm only gold like i don't really think i'm that good at the game doesn't matter find friends to play with this is what these leagues are good for Mm -hmm. yep 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 and you know all that Gonna round uh, as you were talking about actually uh, some players this season that were you know you'd think that if you didn't you reprimand rep, rep, oh my words <laughs> did not work there <laughs> you know sometimes on cast I like I have this weird thing where I don't have a stutter but I will stutter because I'm trying to think of words and I just keep repeating the same phrase over and over it's fun it's great <laughs> it makes it interesting you know adds a little bit of variance but um, talking about people who need to be reprimanded this season speaking of this season. We are in preseason for season 14. What does that mean? Teams are facing off. They are playing against each other to get a benchmark for how good they are to get practice in before we start the regular season. And I think, you know, that can kind of lead us into talking about a few of maybe the rosters that we're interested in looking at um, some of the rosters that we think are going to do well starting. Uh, let's actually start with A, because I did want to talk about actually um, last season's champions, the Titans, because I did get to catch their first preseason match on stream facing off against... Funnily enough, the Stallions in their first preseason match. Um, and it was interesting because I think, again, the Titans, um, 
this time, I think they have drafted a, it's a good roster, but it's a roster that I think needs time. Because if you go and you go back to the stream and look at how they played, there were a lot of mistakes. Of course, you know, that's going to happen with any team in your first preseason match. These are players who haven't played together before. Um, but you could definitely tell it was definitely a very middle of the road team, I would say, I think, you know, until they get their uh, communication down, until they start working together a bit better. The Stallions, however, when they had their three starters in, was one hell of a roster to watch. And just to go over why I, why I say that, um, just to tell you what their roster is, if I can scroll properly to find it, I don't know why I can't see it right now. I, I uh, can uh, pull it up for you as it's my team. Um, oh, there we go. I found it. I found it. I got our big, it. Our big dad, Danger's on that squad. Yes, <laughs> yes, Danger is on that squad as a sub, but they have um, Chaotic. They have Void and they have Akuna. And the two big names there are Chaotic and Void. Because Chaotic um, on his team, I believe, was he an independent last season? Or was he, was he double still? A. He was double A, yeah. Um, even in double A, performed really well. He was brought onto a team that I think was, uh, it was kind of not doing the best, but he was brought on in. They were kind of middle of the road. And he managed to just come in, fit with his team, play really well, get some really nice plays going. And Void as well is also an extremely mechanical player. And when you saw them run with, those two players, they only played with the with Voy and Chaotic in for two games. The rest of the three were there, was their B roster. They looked pretty dominating. They managed to get a really strong game one win, really good win in game two, and then uh, then Danger came in, took out Chaotic, and they, <laughs> they got reverse swept by the Titans. But Damn. wow, dude, you're throwing Danger out there like it's all him, dude. He came in and, and it wasn't just him. him. I have my thoughts about that squad. I'll talk. I'll. I'll, I'll have my thoughts about. I, I can tell my thoughts about that squad when I'm on stream sometime. We'll save it for another day. Titan's gonna get muted in Gen Chat in a second. Yeah, Titan's gonna be like, "I loved yeah. your episode, but sorry, Titan had to go." Like, hey. we're gonna replace him. You're off the podcast. Wanna, go. Yeah. I don't want to be the guy to toot my own horn, but I pride myself in my team building. Ooh. So I definitely think. I mean, you know, we can uh, we can look at the proof. Let's run it back two seasons. Um, major finalist, triple A finalist, single A finalist. Okay, and that's two seasons. Last Sounds season, like a lot of finalists. Okay, calm yeah, down. Uh, Last season, major, major was finalist, triple A finalist. Or wait, sorry, triple A was champions, and single A was finalist again. Keep in mind. All four teams made playoffs two seasons in a row. This season, we're looking at four really strong teams again, in, in my opinion, for the Bullsorg. And yeah, I definitely think Chaotic and Voy, deadly duo. I've been friends with Chaotic for a while now. Um, he was actually my teammate in my uh, first season in RLPC. So I've known him, we've had connections, and I knew he's a great player, honestly. He's one of those players I feel like shouldn't be in the league he's in. Um, but... Yeah, um, so I think him and Voy, Voy, someone Hakuna just told me about, uh, Hakuna being our captain, I trust him. I always trust all my captains with their decision-making. He said, Voy, he's a good player, let's get him. They played together, they liked playing together, and yeah, they definitely had a dominant first two games, and then obviously we made the the swap. Um, <laughs> the oh, great swap. Just, the swap. And just but, one uh, interesting thing um, I'm actually looking at here, when it comes to these um, these A-rosters... That caught my eye. Let me see. There is actually one, 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 two, three, four, five. Okay, so there's five three-season contracts that were signed so far in A this season. Uh, and three of them actually do happen to be on the Rattlers. So 
that's actually super interesting. So that is a team that, you know, just looking at, you know, those three names, Perk, Aspect, and uh, Faisu, I believe that is. Um, I'll be quite honest. Uh, I'm not going to, you know, blow smoke up anyone's butt. I, I'm not the most mm. informed when it comes to a little bit of the lower leagues. I do have a little bit more info about some of the higher level players in ROPC. However, you know, taking a look at that, that's... Um, a sign to me that, you know, Anonymous, Anonymous, uh, whatever you want to um, call him, is really looking to kind of build something more long-term here for his Cobras organization in that A-level. Um, it's super interesting to uh, see. And um, I, I wonder, you know, I, I wonder if, you know, some of those players have maybe even played with each other in the past because just committing all three of your starters like that to three seasons off the bat, it's a very interesting move. And I would uh, like to see how that kind of plays out in the, uh, in the longer term here. Yeah, I think when it comes to building teams like that, especially, that's it's a pretty bold move. You don't see a lot of people it's like I, these three three seasons. I want to sign them right now, and like obviously a really big commitment there by Anonymous. So it, that's definitely a team to look at for more so just how they perform. Say, all right, is there a chemistry that's being built here? How do these play as a team? Because they're gonna be there for a long run. <laughs> Those three players are gonna be in that org for a oh, while. Yeah, I mean, um, that's like that, that's the thing though about these sort of leagues, like. It's it's really surprising to see because it's not like RLCS or anything where you build an org with with you say I don't care about immediate results I care about results in a year or in the next major or whatever uh, with with leagues like this especially when we sometimes need to shift the goalposts and and they're not um, necessarily going to always face the same people all the time that's like a huge commitment that's saying that I, I no matter what happens I think these three should. Um, you know be good no matter who they play now there is the other aspect that where he thinks maybe like they'll rank out so it doesn't matter if i sign a three-season contract i'll just play on the one season and then they'll go ahead and i'll be good to go there is that sort of aspect to it but uh, yeah i mean that is it's a bold move i'm just not sure that they will play all three seasons like that single a together same team like i, I don't know yeah. if that is the way yeah but i do want to counter and, and just on one point that you didn't mention right there because you did mention that you know the kind of where if the, the players kind of came to the situation after the season where they do rank out. Uh, in my opinion, that's a little bit of an additional reason to really not kind of specifically sign players to that three-season contract because what comes in a situation like this? Let's say let's say two of the three guys, or maybe even all three of them, rank out. You get one in major, one in double-A, one in triple-A, or something like that. So now you have an extra contract that still has two seasons left on it, and, you know... I'm not going to rag on the way RPC likes to do their contracts or buyouts. I was a GM, so I know a little bit. It's it's not the easiest thing in the world to get out of a contract. Mm -hmm. And, you know, that's also why it's, you know, I wouldn't say strange, but I would take a double look and just, hey, like, you know, like, hey, did I really make the right decision here? Because, you know, it could start to mess with a little bit of your other kind of teams as well here but you know like i said we'll see what happens with that in the future yeah yeah for sure and and just as we finish up for a here um looking at preseason are there any other teams that any of you guys are looking out uh for and looking at how they're going to perform before we head into the regular season uh yeah i gotta i gotta speak out real quick on the jesters actually um they got two players who have peaked up in that uh around 1600 level and they have all been pretty solid and those two players are mickey and minnie uh and yeah so 
they've peaked at 1600 obviously that was season 14 and if you guys didn't know that got cut out from uh our trackers we don't count that anymore but that still doesn't mean that their skill is at that level mm-hmm. so you know right now they're both sitting at very low considering what their peaks are almost 250 mmr below it and i i mean that's pr- that's a pretty good steal and considering if they can work around their two teammates of well, it looks like they tried to make the Mickey Mouse Clubhouse. Um, <laughs> I was going to mention that. Uh, if, if they can work around and make it happen, they can be a team to look out for. So, for those of you who don't know the team, just to, just to tell you the joke, I, I assume that they're using, like, they all made alt accounts, and that or they all have alt accounts for some reason that are all named these things. I have no idea how this happened. But the four players on the on the gestures are Donald Duck, Mickey, Goofy, and Minnie. <laughs> I don't. I I swear to God, he didn't capitalize Goofy, and it triggers me. Like everything else is capital. Like please, if you're gonna have the uniformity. Yeah. <laughs> oh my That's god. That's hilarious. That's honestly such a cool little Easter egg. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know who that is. Oh man! But but again, like they could have been really good like doubles partners if they played together before, and mm-hmm. so maybe they queued and, and triples and got to that peak. But maybe they're just better in doubles. And doubles and triples, in my opinion, are very different game modes. Just like mm-hmm. how triples mm-hmm. and solo, or like duels, are are different. So like there is that to think about as well. But I do want to mention if we didn't already the the, the way that the so we have a news team here at ROPC and they provide way too early power rankings. Uh, there's a power rankings unit. They do it all. And so I don't remember if we said this explicitly, but the very so the number one ranked team in, in single A this season predicted is Rattlers, followed by the Cougars, followed by the Stallions. So when we talk about the Rattlers being interesting, it's because they are predicted to be the best team. When we talk about the Stallions sort of underperforming on stream or having them little issues, they all were projected to be the third ranked team. I'm sure that shifts a little bit. But I do think like like we were going circling all the way back to that. I do think they had a lot of potential. I liked what I saw on stream. I think they just got in their own way a little bit. We talked about this on stream. I casted it with Titan. Um, it just was, it was sort of a, they gave the, the series away almost, but, um, so when we talk about it like that, and of course, Bobcat's best or Amber, that's why even in single A, second, second rank Cougars, okay, that's all I'm going to say. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, it's a solid roster. I don't think there's too much that can be said about it because I don't think we've, I don't think any of the preseason, uh, results on their matches have been streamed or seen. So we're not really, we don't have a lot of info there. It's it's a well-rounded roster. Like all the ranks are there. You have Gala, Cracked, Bonk, and LSM. It just looks like a solid roster. That's all that we can really go by. So, <laughs> not much to talk about there. But yeah, um, that is kind of what we're going off of alongside our own personal um, little predictions there as we're talking about this, uh, talking about preseason. But that is going to do it up for A, talking about all those teams, those interesting ones. Keep an eye out on, so make sure um, you're catching the streams on Tuesdays and Thursdays that are going on, preseason matches um, going on for the next two weeks? I Correct. believe so, and then we swap to the Wednesday-Friday for regular season this season, I believe. Yes, um, which is which is yeah, something we should mention there. We will probably, you know, then we, we'll be swapping around the schedules a little bit. Um, all a bunch of different stuff to do with also like getting partnered with Twitch, which is pretty big thing that is we're working on. It might be happening. We might be getting partnered with Twitch, which is very exciting. Dude, you love these uh, little little faces, dude. Give us all the money in the world so we can pay for this, dude. Quit our yeah. day job. Just sit here and talk to y'all. 
Oh my god, I would love that. Just let's go. I, Shout out! I get to, to force people to, to listen to me. <laughs> Shout out to Jerky Pro, our beef jerky. <laughs> <laughs> let's go! Oh shout out! Shout out! Make sure you check out the website. Use code product placement. They got Use code ROPC. Code ROPC. Click on their website. Get their nuclear jerky. It's a sp- <laughs> go get it. <laughs> You know, we gotta all buy some just to just to bring it out. Just yeah, randomly. Just to, uh, just remember this? They should send warning. us some. They sponsor. They give you a, exactly. They give you an eighteen plus uh, verification to buy the nuclear jerky. So I do they really? Oh. Uh, <laughs> my photo ID like it's alcohol. What in the world? All I'm saying is Jerky Pro. If you want some, if you want to be pushed really hard, we're looking. For sponsors for this <laughs> podcast specifically, not just obviously for this podcast. So hit us up. We're definitely interested. But yeah, <laughs> Subway, come on, Subway. I know you. Guys Subway, funny. free Subway. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah, um, there's a yeah, fun little tidbit there. Um, I didn't know about that until I was looking at the, the Twitch bio to learn more about RFC. Um, But moving on, we are going to talk about some double A. Some way too early predictions, as well as our own teams to look out for. Um, let's me just real quick talk about the way too early ones. As um, Deadmax said, that the news team put together, um, they have ranked number one through three: the Lynx, the Mustangs, and the Dukes. So, anyone have any thoughts there on those predictions? I do want to say, with the Mustangs, you guys are gonna be. Pretty good, in my opinion. Itachi is an absolute steal of a player that you stole from the Ducks. <laughs> oh my God, You're giving him away! My, oh, I'm okay. I'm not gonna get started with it. But you know, I think I think you two, Squintle, you with Itachi. I don't know if you plan on playing him as a starter, but that is a heck of a heck of a player you got there. One yeah. of the, in my opinion, one of the best Double A players from uh from I'm uh, not Double A uh Single A players from last season. Um, he's going to be a great look for you guys. You know, along rounding got your roster with Zap and Michael. Um, I don't know as much about them two, but um, but you, you can please fle- feel free to inform me about them because that's going to be a good team. Um, Yeah, I mean, obviously don't want to say too much, give away some of our <laughs> secrets to the opponents. But yeah, uh, we definitely don't have a finalized roster yet. Um, still trying to work out, do a couple scrims, see what works well overall as our... Uh, cool. Best three lineup. Um, but yeah, I mean, Michael was on my team last season. Uh, he was with me when we went to the finals, unfortunately, as we talked about. To go. <laughs> we unfortunately went to the finals. We just unfortunately <laughs> finished one and eight in the last like, two seasons. <laughs> <laughs> Un- unfortunately. But yeah, so Michael's a very strong player. Definitely going to, he's probably definitely going to be our one of our starters. Um, I can't confirm that. And yeah, Zap is uh, a player who's actually on my team two seasons ago, who went to the finals with me, and we lost. Um, so yeah, he's back on our team, and we're gonna see how what we can make this all work. I like yeah. the idea that Squintle here just making like the second place squad to try to really finally get himself <laughs> maybe, a win. Maybe yeah. I'll get it this year. Maybe. maybe. If I get all the runner-ups, Cross maybe the I can get a win. Maybe. maybe. I'll He's looking at that shelf he's got right in front of him that was supposed to be for all the trophies, and it's just little placeholder spots, finalist, 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 finalist. He's got yeah. one ready and waiting. Participation banners. <laughs> I, uh, I think these, it feels like, honestly, uh, and again, like the, the power rankings guys still have much to work with right now as we as we just had our first preseason games uh, last Tuesday, or this Tuesday, rather, excuse me. Uh, and this was sort of a list that it feels like almost was chosen off of, these guys did really well last season. 
So like these yeah. are the ones we're, we're gonna look at. Because like I'm looking at some of the, the rosters right now, and you've got some rosters that look stacked, like bandits. Like I don't know how they got away with suddenly getting tracker MMRs that are so far above most of the other teams in the way that they're built. Like even their lowest ranked player is better than like the Barracudas second or, or third ranked player like i don't know what happened there what kind of genius magic went on for that <laughs> enabling of mmr and again mmr you know we talk about it as a benchmark again doesn't mean everything it doesn't mean that just because you're super high you'll be any good but like some of these teams like i would have if i was just going based on looking at what i know they would be the ones that i put up top just because I, again we haven't seen much from any of these teams yet so you know i'm interested honestly like uh, vultures and bandits for me i'm looking at those two to be like the surprising teams that come into this power ranking I'm just going to cut you off here for a sec there, Dometic. Um, With the Bandits team, with them being my double-A team, I was actually on it myself, and I went non-playing um, just to, kind of this season just to control as a GM with me having two different orgs. Um, Tender and Awesome. Tender was the uh, Maverick champion in, for the Samurai team. Uh, awesome came from Independent on the Dragons org. Uh, Botsy was a Grizzly independent player, and Daniel was an independent player on uh, Cyclones. So all those players went from independent and Mav, which was 1,300, to 1,400, to 1,500 players over one season. So it's going to be interesting to see how, for that org, or that team in my org, how they all play together. I think myself, uh, Daniel, and Tender are two of the most mechanical players that I've seen in a, quite a long time for being double A like both of them can be, possibly be decent triple A players so I guess it's going to be interesting to see this double mm -hmm. A roster play through the season so you're here to hear first insider trading boys at its finest <laughs> and I about? praise the voice in the sky <laughs> for his information and I, uh, I do want to touch on one more thing before we move on from double A um, obviously I got to bring this up because um, it does involve my storyline a little bit if you take a look at that Dukes roster that is third in uh, the power preseason early power rankings. Look at our two names. Sun X and Ducky. So yeah. if you guys are that are listening have been around in the league for a little while, you might recognize those two names. Um <laughs> so a couple of seasons back, uh Sun X and Ducky were actually two of my teammates when I played on the Ducks roster. That was the original uh year when I was drafted <clears throat> second overall. <clears throat> um but um it was uh, and they ended actually ended up Ducky was the GM of the Ducks org for um for a, a, a good while before I even joined ROPC and two seasons ago uh him and Sun X actually just decided to get up and shop Zoop out of the league, uh, which did make me the GM of the Ducks uh, for the last couple of seasons now. So I'm super interested to see those two names back in the league. Uh, it's it's curious to me to see how they're going to perform. Like I said, they were major players. Um, you know, Sonex, in my opinion, is, is a superior player to Ducky. Uh, he was not that bad. That that team we had when when uh, I don't know if you guys remember Farrell uh, when he was still in ROPC playing. That was the, the season that he had his MVP season. Farrell absolutely lit up the league. One MVP. Uh, I believe that was season 12? Uh, season 12, if I remember uh, correctly. Yeah. yeah, season 12. Yeah, so so that one, it was me, Sonex, and Farrell. Sonex is a heck of a player, guys. I really do have to say that. He really, if he's at least as good as he was a couple of seasons back, I think the Dukes are a team to, uh, to keep an eye on as well. The league's like crack. Once you get it, you can't quit, dude. Even if yeah. you leave for a while, you come back. 
I, uh, I, I really feel like, and we keep talking about it and hinting at this, this season is like wild out the door. Like nobody knows what's going to happen for the most part because everything feels like it's changed. It's, you know, not just because Rocket League has changed a lot of the way its ranking systems work and things like that. And ranked has been all over the place since, you know, you've had previous 2000s players that are stuck 1500 things like that it just feels like we're getting a lot of new blood into the league almost like like a lot of these names i, I don't know or or are moving around rather even, even if they have been in the league um so it's just it really feels like a wild season like one i couldn't predict you know if you if you tried to force me to like i, I just wouldn't know what to say like i think mm -hmm. it's, so like you were saying like this is going to be a wild season and i think It'll be curious. Last season, you saw certain teams in the beginning sort of just were better. Like, they they ran away with it. You had a few teams towards the end that sort of picked back up and were able to get a finals run in. But it really, you could tell the better teams to start with as far as who separated. I think this might be, a, like, a roller coaster season of, like, you know, teams, certain teams do really well certain weeks, and then they don't yeah. the next. Mm -hmm. I agree. Yeah, I mean, it's it's going to be interesting. Again, it's preseason, so it, there's so much up in there. There's so much still to figure out and learn, and all that. So, yeah, I mean, it's going to be one hell of a ride to see in all these matches. But with that being said, we are going to move on to Triple A for our predictions, our teams to look out for. And I think Triple A is, uh, Triple A is pretty insane this season. There are, like, if you just look at the number one predicted team from the news team, the Heat, uh, you have Ajester and Nanites back on the same team. So they're still together, and that was a, a roster that did extremely well last season. And then you also add on top of that Gusnov and Bravo, two extremely, like, just individual players who are extremely good. Mm. You know, that's... And I think these AAA predictions, I actually agree with most of them. I think the news team, even just looking at that, I think they have made some pretty good analysis on which of these teams, just on paper, should do well. So, so I would agree, but I'm going to go ahead and go first here because I got some hot breaking news from my sources off the presses. So I'm on this podcast, Rob. I just got told by CXL, a little spoiler for everybody out there, that Justin just got banned for eight games because he did not report an alt because he's wow. Justin. Now, beast. that throws us in the loop. Like, in oh. like so we, we dropped P-Shooter, who's a very good player. We had some issues vibing with his um, mental state with the team Vibes. that we had. In particular, him and Justin didn't get along. So we dropped mm -hmm. P because P-Shooter's not, or, or not, or because Justin is known to Gatman and to CXL of our captain now and, and things like that. So we go, okay, this is the roster we sort of like. And then Justin goes and gets thrown out. And there's not a whole lot of talent left. He obviously got picked up immediately. You know, congrats to him. I think he got from the Knights roster. Um, so, like, that might throw us down towards, you know, it'll depend, right? Like, because. Because I know I'm the, like, highest on that roster, and I'm one of those players, you know, to everybody out there, like, I, I perform to the level of my teammates. I, I try to enable my teammates to pass. Some of my mechanics are a little messed up. I do play on a laptop at 20 frames, so take right what you will. Like, so, so, so that throws us off because he was a lot of our offensive presence. So that's going to be I, – I, I read that. I'm like, oh, my Lord, so here we go. Now, for the Heat, this is the thing. Heat looked good on stream. We casted that match, or I casted that match. It looked good, right? Like mm – -hmm. Here's the problem with the Heat. I think they're another situation of, are they going to last the whole season? And judging by how they've been yeah. acting in AAA chat, that's a firm negative. Like, <laughs> Nanites probably already should have been banned. I know I yeah. have that with him for him being Nanites. Like, uh, but his, his whole roster's that way, which I guess is why they can tolerate it. Uh, so can yeah. they last the season? Maybe. Probably not. Like, I mean, um, it's crazy because it's like they almost have no chill. 
<laughs> like no. in Triple A and Triple A chat, they're flaming each other. They're flaming other teams. <laughs> I mean, it matches the matches the org name. Heat flame. You know, they mm-hmm. they take it all in and they disperse it at the same time. <laughs> so <laughs> there's, like, there's a nice level of toxicity, and then there's the heat. Like, yeah. <laughs> like I could I could throw up the gif on this stream. We we might throw it in the editing, but of of Canaanites, no joke. Literally going, I didn't lose. Get it right. My team lost. I don't lose. When your team got crushed and screamed. Like, what kind of mentality is that? Like, like oh yeah, no, I don't lose. They lose. I don't lose. They do. Like, like what? Like, because I don't know if they'll last the season. For that kind of toxicity, we'll have to see. And I just do want to uh, say one thing: we did spend a uh, a nice little decent amount of time talking about, uh, you know, sandbaggers and talking about, you know, our ranks. And uh, let me just, dead medic sixteen thirty two saying he's an eighteen hundred. <laughs> I mean, I mean, you know, I, I mean, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just saying what I see, man. I'm, you know, I'm just. Well, listen, dude. I got I got as messed up by the the reset now as everyone else. I just want to put this out there because well, I'm going to slap oh. those screenshots up there for you as we seem to have lost Poitel. He uh, didn't want to follow no. this conversation. Uh, oh, first he leaves us, then his computer crashes. Jesus, <laughs> man. the laptop ain't handling it. No worry, we'll no. have a very attractive yeah. still screen of you. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it'll just be a picture of his stallions roster. Like, uh, so I think that. So, so yes, like I said, MMRs are benchmark, you know, and I haven't been able to get back up to eighteen this season. So there is that. Like, I, I mm-hmm. like to claim I'm an eighteen hundred player because I was there for a while. But yes, I, I have had struggled with my solo queue teammates. I'm gonna put it out there, dude. You get some apes. In I am like, just. Yeah, I am. Just, I am just busting you a little bit, but um, you know. No, we're supposed to be friends. I think, I think, uh, I, well, you showing me up in the intro doesn't really tell me that. Thank you very much. <laughs> but, <laughs> but regardless, that, yeah, that does really, I mean, ranked in my, in the same thing. Like, I know we talked about this already. Won't be the dead horse, but ranked is garbage these days. It yeah, really yeah. is garbage. <laughs> Whatever. All right. Yeah, we can move on. Well, <laughs> I do want to give Bulldogs their credit, though, really quick, mm. just, to, just to say mm-hmm. that I think they actually That's do a good team. Put respect on their uh, you know, obviously, like I said, me like Bobcats and Heat are volatile in the sense that, like, we just lost Justin, and in the, in the sense that Heat might get banned, we'll have to see. Uh, you know, those sort of things if they continue such behavior. Um, so, but but the Bulldogs just seem like a solid roster. And again, you've got the returning champs, those guys that know how to win, right? They know how to pull it together in the end uh, because they, for a long time, were battling it out. I believe with the Dolphins for the spot for for playoffs, and obviously they ended up winning that battle and then taking it all the way. So. Uh, I definitely think you got a really strong roster. As much as it's going to pump their ego to hear that, um, but I am looking forward to see how they perform this season because I do think they're one of those teams that like will throw some shade in AAA chat, but they're like nice guys. Like they're not like actually toxic. So, so I, I definitely am rooting for them going forward here. Did you say egos in ROPC? What? Hey, whoa! Well, you gotta what? you gotta chill out with the being chill with us. I don't know if I can say this. Damn, you're in our division, bro. Man, starts the podcast, bro. Like you know, I'm up there in the GC. I mean, I don't want to flex, but here we are. Ego. You got rod, dude. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. Before you... so do you want to shout out some two teams that I'm gonna definitely be looking out for. Um, first off, the Trojans. Um, you might not know a lot of the players, but Mux, Bozo, and Cream are all players that know each other. Um, that's a team that was put together because those players have played together before. Um, I've cast them differently that they played, and they're all extremely good. 
Um, so that's a squad that I definitely think is, is more of a sleeper pick, but they could definitely perform very well. And then also the other one that I wanted to just shout out, and this is more just a fun fact. This, this isn't even me knowing anything about the roster, but on the Raiders, there is a player called Firebird. And this is a fun fact that you, I don't think anyone really knows in RLBC, but I used to um, play StarCraft II at a semi-professional level. And in StarCraft II, my username is Firebird. <laughs> so I oh, saw that, really? I was like, huh, huh that's, that's interesting. Really? That's awesome, man. Wow, wow. Coincidence. Yeah, sharing a namesake with a with somebody there, but yeah, oh. I think I think this AAA is going to be just all over the place. Like, I don't think there's any way to predict it. You can say these teams look good on paper, but we have no idea what's going to happen. It's going to be absolutely wild. Um, on the other side, major, you know, stepping up there, I think that again, all these teams, you look at them and you say, "All right, I know these players, I know that name, I know that name," but as a team. I have no clue what's going to happen. Yeah. Um, it's it's going to be really interesting because again, like there's a lot of players that have been split up. Like all I think all of, like the established names really have are now just like all on different rosters. Yeah, and if I could uh, point something out, I mean, I feel like majors is going to be the most controversial league in my personal opinion, and I say this because there's players in here who are like. The only reason they're in here is because last season they're like, all right, you know what? I'm gonna push for that MMR. I'm going to get to the next league up tier. And, you know, we say this because ROPC was being super, super secretive about what they were going to release these MMR changes at and where the leagues were going to stand. And everybody thought, oh, man, these these are going to skyrocket. And to our surprise, it actually went down a lot. So there's a lot of these players who are pushing MMR, hoping to just be, like, maybe one tier ahead. but then they're now in major playing with people of the likes of Deluxe, Bits, Migs. Cyan. Uh, Cyan. Yeah, don't yeah, forget Cyan. Really. <laughs> and, uh, and someone who is especially to look out for is Slice, who actually just came back to play. <laughs> Jesus Christ, dude. I don't so, want to play him. <laughs> so you're getting, you're getting people... I'm not trying to throw shade or anything, but uh, the first person who comes to my mind is Clamps because he was in my league last season. And I play against him. And, you know, you feel like this guy going up against former rank A player who could easily probably go pro if he found the teammates, you know, that fit with him. I, it's like it's a very, very unbalanced scale. So, but then I do want to say just one thing though, because you do bring that up. But I want to—I probably shouldn't, because I'm gonna kind of poop on myself here. But remember, <laughs> I did have Andy on my team. When was this? Yeah. Well, not not last season, two seasons ago. Mm -hmm. Andy, now pro player, legit pro player. My team went 11 and 7, got first round in the playoffs. So <laughs> that all goes back to the same thing we mm -hmm. talked way throughout the podcast. We have a theme for the podcast. That's your first theme of the day, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> your teammates, if they suck, your team is going to suck. And that's, 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 that's I don't know. Yeah, I, mean, I thought preseason and, uh, was the theme of this podcast. <laughs> oh, what do you mean? Yeah, that, that one, too. Whatever. <laughs> I thought it was the, the theme was Science Ego, did I? mean, I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, uh, 1800. All right. Yeah, yeah. The yeah, redirect yeah, podcast know. episode one. Who has Listen, the biggest dude, I, I just had the sandbag. <laughs> I just had the sandbag, dude. I don't want to play you, dude. You scare me. Okay? I don't want to go up to Major play. Yeah, good thing uh, I'm scrubbing. <laughs> yeah, I I think you're right. Like you get these players that they could be bubble pros, and I think 
this is the, the hardest part about every league that I've ever seen that tries to balance players at this level. And it is because there is such a big difference between like 1650 and 2000 plus, but the problem is always commitment and ego. I really think mm-hmm. that some of these players, they, they come in and they're like, okay, I'll play on the off day. I'm just better than this league. So I'm like here to be here and I'll play some. We had this problem with our uh, Panthers roster last, last season. So uh, like they were, they, they to me should have won, but they just mm-hmm. like barely showed up. Sometimes they had to pull a lot of subs. Like they just didn't make the commitment because they, they weren't as invested in ROPC. And so they just, they went an okay mid-tier middling record and didn't win. Yeah. Now, like you get that problem for some of these players because they do, because when you get to those levels, some of these players develop the identity that I am just better than my teammates and I don't feel like trying. Like, I'll go try and rank. This is the feel, me feels like rank, like, et cetera. And, and, and it's not because they are better. It's just because that's how they act. And now that's no fault to some of these players. I mean, you earn a rank, you know, you, you, you have the right to flex it. But I think that it, it, the, the, the reason that major is so difficult to predict these days is because yes, you have that individual talent like that bubble pro level, but do, are they going to commit? Are they going to show up? Are they going to try? Are they going to bother? Uh, so yes, your teammates can throw you off there. Like it's, it's going to be an interesting series and season to see, you know, can these guys win who ends up coming out on top? I think that they, they did a very good job of the power rankings of all the teams that have these sort of like bubble pro level players, players that other players outside the league actually might know. Are, are higher up. But I think that, again, you're going to have to see who shows up and who bothers to play. It's like, because, you know, like you were saying, you had Andy, we had Sathew on our collegiate team for a little while. Obviously, pro player, he's, he just got signed to be a pro again. Uh, but we never really, we like, we won a couple times with him. But, but he got to the point, he was like, yeah, I can't, like, you guys aren't good enough for me to carry you past teams like Akron, if, if anybody follows CRL, like, like really solid, all players are bubble sort of pro players in their own right. So, you can't just say, well, I got bits and he's a bubble pro, so we'll win every game. I do think Panthers looking looking stacked this season, mm-hmm. but I with it, with that roster. But I, again, I would agree. Long story short, that it's going to depend on the the motive, how motivated these players come out and and are. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I think, yeah, again, uh, the power rankings, by the way, just to tell you exactly what they are. Number one, of course, the Bulls. You have Migs, Soars, um, Milio, and Turbo Cat. Just Again, these are rosters where you look at them and you say, okay, this this roster should just do well. They have a bunch of players that individually are great. Um, second, they have the Panthers, as you said, Bits, Dulux, like, Insanity. Again, those are all extremely good players. And then in third, uh, predicted the Flames, who I can't actually view because on, this, yeah, on the stat um, sheet it is... I have five players right now. Yeah, I believe yeah. their roster is Els, um, Zayo, Bob... And I think they're deciding between either Chubik or Oivu as their mm. sub. And I don't know what they're going to do with the one they don't choose. Um, I think I see the most likely situation is Oivu going not playing. Yeah, but, as the GM of that roster. Yeah. yeah. But that's that's <clears throat> about all I can see from that roster. But yeah, I believe Els, Zayo, and Bob, they're definitely a, a pretty good contender. Yeah, I think another team that I would look out for, again, this is me talking uh, just because I know these players. Um, There's the roster. Uh, if you look at the Spartans, QZK, Jost, Jaber, and Nikolu, um, all four of those players have actually played together at one point, again, in a that I work for. So that's a team that's come together of players who know each other, who have obviously played together. So they already have that um, They already have that knowledge of how each other play together. So that should be a fairly interesting roster. I, I love that you brought up that team because, you know, Goss, in my opinion, is one of the most 
underrated players in the all the major. This man has been consistently a major for I don't know as many seasons as kind of I've been here. Uh, I, I did play with him for a, a cup a second when we picked him up uh, when Andy was around on the Ducks. We did sign it to the team, and then we had some the Sheets team screwed up the MMRs or whatever. But watching this man play, every time I watch him or get to you know the pleasure of you know casting his games or something, he's always just consistently good. You know, I'm not saying that this is a player that's gonna go out and be like that slice or be like that Andy, but he's that perfect second third guy who's been there, knows how to win, has already won with Slice before. So let's see if he can beat him now to get another championship under his belt. I believe he actually won the championship last season. I think he actually won a couple in a row. If I'm if I'm actually hold on, let me double check that because I think he might have a couple in a row at this point, which is just yeah. absurd to me. And I mean, while you're checking that, I will say we we've been talking about you know players having support, but if I'm being honest, we're looking at Slice here, right? And back to two seasons ago when he was on the Sharks roster, I don't remember exactly who his teammates were. I believe one of them was Edwin. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know off the top of my head who his third was, but he was playing a very strong roster that was your previous Ducks team, which was uh, I believe Farrell. Sonics and Ducky, and so, me, silly, and yeah, me. and you. No, my Ducky bad. didn't play over me. Oh Jesus, you just insulted me. Oh, okay, <laughs> but anyway, you look at that and you say, Slice kind of had to pull out the backpack. You know, <laughs> trying to say it in the nicest, nicest way possible, but he opened up that bag, said, "All right, guys, hop in. We're winning this." And I believe Slice is the player who can do that. Of course. Uh, somebody give me in a bag, dude. And I was I was off by one. Sorry. He won back-to-back season 11 and season 12. Um, mm-hmm. Season 13, he did not win a major championship. But, yeah. uh, you know, he's got that experience. He, he's been there. He's won. You know, yes, Slice, of course, big reason that they won in that season 11. But season 12, he wasn't there. Slice, still one of the glue guys that got it done for his team, brought him to the finals, and won back-to-back. You know, that, that, that that's just one of the types of players that I think is just consistently just that glue guy that teams are looking for. So, See, I'm, yeah. I'm looking at the Spartans for a different reason, though. And I'm looking at them in the same way I'm looking at the Pirates. And it's, it's like, even if I don't know necessarily the players on the roster... I look at the way that their draft behavior was, and both of those teams were teams that only, you know, you had like Oebu, who's been sometimes Lumberjacks doing meme bids all the time, but both the Pirates and the Spartans for me, I remember because I, I was commentating the first one with Bard, it was like, they knew exactly who they wanted, so they only ever bid, and they bid high on who they wanted, and so, so like, for me, that shows, like, these GMs might have been onto something, and like, I know who I want as a roster, I know who's good, and so maybe they're a little sleeper picks, like, because their GMs built them well. Now, again, I know I'm, I'm flexing a little bit, and I know that good old Trash Bandit, our streamer, is GM of the Pirates. So he's probably going to come in here and be like, yeah, dude, that was my plan all along, dude. I used that information <laughs> I had, dude. I'm just, I'm just so smart. But I, I really do think, like, they knew who they wanted. They went for them. They got them for the most part. Mm-hmm. So I'm really looking forward to seeing their production just on the fact that they went out and picked up who they wanted and knew who they wanted. So clearly the GMs in some way had done their research for this place. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My AAA team was all handpicked by one player he went completely out of his way to watch every single thing that he could handpicked the two draftees that i picked up which were killer and firebird as titan was mentioning earlier he picked up one from free agent um my pirates org which is goth skyline bubble reaper and heck 
are all FFA. We're all handpicked by Skyline and Goff. The AA roster I made was all handpicked by myself. And the A roster is all players from my... Well, half of them are players from my Maverick team from last season. <laughs> I can see Titan writing this down. <laughs> Taking notes on how to be a good GM here. Uh, what you do. The other Put three, in way too much time. <laughs> the other three that are currently on the team are all fighting for the last position on the roster. I have five on my team, and there's a fight for the last spot right now. So we're going to see what goes mm -hmm. on. Bro, why do I feel like... Bandit's got like a desk set up in his office, and these dudes are like chains. Like, figure it out, figure this yeah, he's got, out. He's got like the pegboard with like little wires around each other, different player names. He's like, this combination should work. He's the past. This player played with this guy. He's looking at the camera with crazy, crazy eyes. <laughs> he's like, I figured it out. Mad scientist. Yeah. But yeah, I, I absolutely agree with Cyan. <laughs> yeah, I absolutely agree with Cyan on uh, Joss. He's like, when I just look at him again, like he's he doesn't he's not going to pull out anything where you're like, oh my god, but he's just consistently a good player. And you're like, how? How are you just this consistently good? And now he has a roster that he has played with before, so that's a team to definitely look out for. Yes. But yeah, majors just it's going to be a toss up. I mean, again, when you when you have teams like this where you have like anywhere from sixteen forty to two thousand oh, MMR. <laughs> Let's go, Bucks. It can be absolutely wild, and it is very hard to balance. I know with another league I had, um, yeah, I think it was a year ago or so. Uh, one of the teams had Chalks, Astro, and then Luki Pookie. So you had a, 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 a CRL player, a RLCS player, future RLCS player, and then also a Bubble player on the same team, and that team just won everything. So it's very hard to balance. You know, it's very hard to like say what team is going to do good because sometimes you do have those teams where. You know, the players that are picked up do just, like, go on and they just, again, they go to the bubble. They maybe even make it to RLCS. So, it's, you know, it's going to be absolutely crazy. Stay tuned. <laughs> Stay tuned. But, yeah, Stay I think I, yeah, I think that does kind of wrap up preseason talk. Wraps yeah. up the predictions. Wraps up us talking about the teams. And, you know, we're, we went a little bit over on the time here, but that is going to do it for our first yeah, episode. Good. Um, oh, wait, are we, we going to cover RLTS today, or are we going to leave that for future? Nah, we'll leave it. I don't think we're going to have we'll, time. Next time, tune in, everybody. Yeah, next time. But there, right. yeah, there's plenty of to talk about about RLTS majors. NRG, what are you doing? Keep the drama. I just want to put this out there. So for all those that are wondering about the Musty thing, right? Like Musty getting signed, NRG sub. Uh, so I actually was in a chat with with a couple. So I know a couple of pros. I know one of the coaches. I know some pros. And I was in a chat, and they were like, "This is actually a super smart move. It's not because Musty is a good player in the sense that they want him to play at an RLCS level. He is a content creator, and you're almost never going to use your sub. So as long as you get somebody that can hit a ball, this is how it was explained to me at an SSL level, uh, and you bring that community because all of these orgs are looking for free content creation. Like that's why players like Musty get signed now." Matthew, right, getting signed to SSG. Again, publicity. He might become more of a content creator, but he also is solid enough to be a sub if he has to. So that is the explanation for the musty thing from, like, pros and coaches. Like, that's why he gets subbed, even though, like, maybe he shouldn't skill-wise. I would tend to agree. Like, you know, yeah. Something. But I will say he has gotten so much better than he yeah. has been. He is not bad anymore. But yeah, I mean, I have to agree. He, he did that thing. Uh, I don't know how familiar you guys are with the whole him on youtube thing but you know he did that whole month i Even think with the pros yeah playing with pros only and that definitely helped him 
Oh yeah, I mean, get a lot better. I mean, it, yeah, I feel like it'd help anyone if you played for pros of the month. They give you tips and stuff. You'd get a lot better. But yeah, yeah, I mean, I feel like part of this him getting on the roster is, I mean, like Dead Medic said, it's publicity, and at the mm-hmm. same time, he's probably also just friends with these guys. At the end of the day, uh, you know, I feel like most of these pros that he played with were a part of that NRG roster, being Garrett, Squishy, and uh, Justin. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, yeah, but it also comes down to it. Like, there, what if there is that day where one of your players can't connect to the internet or there is something going on, and then you're like, all right, who's our sub? You know, <laughs> back like when are. C9 was a thing, <laughs> C9 had Fireburner, who came in and played amazing. <laughs> and now yeah. we're going to Musty, who, yeah. you know, doesn't have really any feats, you could say, when it comes yeah. to, like, championships or anything. He doesn't have anything notable to say about him besides oh yeah uh, i hit uh top 100 once uh <laughs> the musty flake yeah. well I, true i hate to cut you guys off but we we really yeah. don't have time to talk <laughs> save that for for maybe next week we'll be able yeah. to talk about all that because there's plenty of interesting stuff going on um with rlcs with all of that with you know um new players who are trying to get into the pro scene with new teams that have just suddenly kind of Gone, risen to the top, and you're like, oh, where did this come from? You know, uh, cough, cough, rogue. Just yeah. Um, <laughs> we'll get but, into that. But yeah, we, we'll talk about that later. We'll talk about that next week. But again, guys, um, this has been the redirect podcast for RLPC. Uh, we are going to be trying to get here, I believe, every week, giving you an episode of content talking about updates in RLPC with RLCS, all different kind of things, just anything Rocket League related. Because again, we're just some guys who like to play a game and we want to talk about it a little bit. Um, but yeah, it's been an absolute blast talking about preseason. Again, so much to keep up with. Um, if you aren't a part of Discord, of course, um, link in the description. Also, you can give a follow to the Twitch, where again, we are streaming Tuesdays and Thursdays for these next two weeks on preseason games. So you can see all of these teams, how they're shaping up, all of the results. So you might even catch, or you're probably going to catch <laughs> at some point, all of us casting there as we all do do commentary um, for rlpc but with that being said i am going to close it out thank you everyone so much for watching i have been joined by cyan dead medic and squintle i of course am titan on fire and hopefully we will see all of you guys next week for the next episode of the redirect podcast